Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for a Friday edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. It's show YY. Oh, I was going to say it was ZZ. Oh, ZZ. <laughs> I don't know my alphabet well. I sometimes forget which letter comes last. Yeah. It is show ZZ. Very exciting. I know. So we'll be moving over to our own platform soon. Hopefully. With our new artwork. Yes. What do you mean hopefully? you got to get that logo. together this weekend. Yeah. So what kind of news we got today? Uh, we got a little bit of news. We got uh, we got one piece of news from Disneyland. What do you got? And that is that uh, the scrims have been removed from the Sunset Showcase Theater in California Adventure. They have installed a um, a big movie marquee at um, at the Showcase Theater, Sunset Sunset Showcase Theater, which is right next to Award Wieners. <laughs> um, the show is a digital sign with neon with classic neon lights. Um, and it's going to give signage for the theater. It'll show what's in the theater. Right now, it's Mickey's Philhar Magic. Um, they're also going to enhance the area with a 20-square-foot uh, ticket booth. What'll so, that do? Uh, it'll make it look like a theater. Oh, but you won't do anything with it. No, it's just purely cosmetic. And is that what this is? This was just a cosmetic thing? Cosmetic. I, I think one of the things is that the numbers have been down for Mickey's Philhar Magic. It's not drawing people in like they thought it was. So they've put the digital signage in there to hopefully draw people in, let them know it's there. So is that newish at Disneyland? That opened in late April. For the first time, Disney's yes. Philhar Magic? I, I never thought it did all that well. I wouldn't think it does that well in Disney World. So it seems like an odd choice of something to bring over to Disneyland. Well... Uh, it's Maybe a, I'm wrong. It's a new attraction, and I guess other people don't like it as much as you don't. Well, it's not that I don't like it. It's just I feel like it's one of those attractions that like you do once, and then you're over it. So, I don't know. I'm just surprised. Yeah. Um, do you remember what uh, was in that space in Florida before they put in Magic? <sighs> was there like a princess thing there? Nope. It was the Lion King, and they had the oh, live the puppets. They had they had they had the live Rafiki that came out, but everything else was just kind of like a review of the Lion King. No, I guess I don't really remember it. Okay, <laughs> so that's the only news from Disneyland that we felt uh, fit to share with you. All right, um, very excited uh, always that um, things are moving along with the Disney Skyliner. Uh, so the station at Art of Animation um, and Pop is almost complete so yeah all the signage is up they actually added new restrooms on the art of animation side to accommodate the skyliner guests uh, so that they don't have to run over to the guest the pool would be the closest uh not the pool itself uh, but the, <laughs> the, <laughs> restrooms, not. the restrooms at the pool um, so they have their own restrooms so that's, they did put a restroom in that's amazing um you're excited about getting there for Galaxy's Edge. I'm excited about getting there to ride the Skyliner. I'm actually excited to get there for anything. Yeah, I know. Especially but, um, if I could have a Mickey bar. If I was going to be there for the opening of something, that's what I'd like to be there for. Mm-hmm. Um, at Saratoga Springs, they're doing some refurbishments on some rooms. So they've got two buildings closed off in the Congress Park section. Um, so keep that in mind if you're going to be traveling uh, to Saratoga Springs. You'll have a limited number of rooms to choose from. You know, I think that's a a nice thing about uh, Disney World is the number of refurbishments that have been going on over the past couple of years. It just seems like, you know, the rooms at Pop, the rooms at uh, Caribbean Beach, Coronado, they all stars. The contemporary was done not long ago. I think it's good that they keep up with them, but I think what they did was they didn't do them for a long time. 
And right. now they're just doing them all at once. Whereas I would like to see them move through, you know, the more slowly. So, you know, so it's, yes, something's always being refurbed, but, um, you know, the not all at once. I just feel like there's been nothing but refurbishments. Mm-hmm. Hotels, parks, everywhere you go, it's construction walls. Oh, they're gearing, gearing up for that 50th anniversary. I know, but it's making me, besides wanting to go ride the Skyliner, it's making me not want to go until they finish. Because everything's just... Um, Especially, everything's just still under construction, but especially if you are going to take just that once-in-a-lifetime trip, is now the time to take it? Right. You know? If I was taking my family only once, I'd be waiting for another couple of years until they finished all this. Right, but then by that point, they'll have announced something new. And that's what I'm saying. It's just too much. Which brings us into uh, the Animal Kingdom, because there was an announcement that the Animal Kingdom will be getting a new e-ticket attraction, and uh, that has been greenlit and budgeted for. However, it's not going to open until 2024. And what is it? We don't know. So, ooh. <laughs> Rumor has it, uh, Zootopia, because they are putting a Zootopia land in Shanghai. Okay. And that land happens to have one e-ticket attraction. Would you know what it's like? Which no one I've seen some... Uh, some artwork, but there's been no real press releases about it. I'm sure we'll get, well, I'm hoping we'll get something out of D23 this weekend related right. to it. I mean, Zootopia clearly makes sense in Animal Kingdom for all the things they put in that don't make sense in Animal Kingdom. Right. Um, this one does, so. Except for the fact that by the time, you know, if it is Zootopia, by the time 2024 rolls around, Zootopia will be what? Eight or nine years old by that point? Yeah. I don't know. So I like maybe it. Maybe we'll get a Zootopia too. Maybe. And then also at Animal Kingdom, um, in honor uh, of the 50th anniversary, there's going to be a new version of Rivers of Light replacing the current one. Okay. Ooh. I mean, I know the one that currently people weren't aren't thrilled with. I liked it. I didn't think it was worth like waiting a long time for. Or Except anything, now but... they've taken out all the people, and it's just boats and screens, mm. and so they've they've downgraded it even more. Right. Um, rumor has it that uh, the show will get the, I believe they're referring to them as kites, um, the kites that are going to be used in the new show to replace Illuminations temporarily. After May of 2020, these kites, I don't know if they're drones or, or real kites, are going over to Rivers of Light. All right. Well, I mean, I guess um, anything that's going to make it a little bit more desirable is a good thing since people aren't loving it. Right. Um, let's see. I think we're done over at Animal Kingdom. How about at Epcot? What you got going on? Oh, well, speaking of the, uh, kites and illuminations, uh, it has been announced that for the first time in 28 years, um, if my math is right, there will be a daytime lagoon show in Epcot. Okay. That's super exciting. Do you know what this... From the 90s, what this Lagoon Show was? I, I don't Surprise know Surprise in the skies. I'm sure, you know, we could YouTube it and take a look to see what it was. So, thanks to the wonders of editing technology and the investigative journalism that we do here on the Disney Drive Time podcast, we have taken the liberty of watching the Surprise in the Skies for you, so you don't have to. <laughs> so, yeah, this is the old one from the 90s. We thought that... Probably the new one coming up is going to have a lot of similarities to the old one because there's only so much you can do on a lagoon. Right. And this is this is about eight and a half minutes that Cheryl and I will never get back. <laughs> 
It's not the most exciting show. No, but um, why don't we talk about the elements that were in this show, and I'm sure some of the elements will be the same or maybe similar. Okay, so they had uh, birds. Birds, they did. There were like I don't know if they were homing pigeons they, like, or doves, but or... they they were released. Uh, now it very well could have been birds flying through while somebody was videotaping. If that's possible. It too. could have been. Uh, there were also fireworks. They were sort of sad. They were similar to the ones that are on the sides of the um, castle when they do like a stage show. Right. So they're they're not very high, and they're just sort of that whitish yellow colored. And they were noisy. And noisy, right. And of course, those are the old fireworks. Now Disney uses a pneumatic tube system to deliver them. Back then they were, uh, you know, powder charges to launch them up in the air. So you won't even get some of that smoke with the new fireworks. Okay. Um, there were also paragliders. Exciting. Yes, which was, you know, big in the uh, big in the 90s, early 90s. Everybody had a paraglider. And speedboats, which seemed to be pulling kites, kites. perhaps. Uh, there were various configurations of kites. Some of them were two pairs of two. I also saw two pairs of six or eight kites. And they were doing acrobatic yeah, kite maneuvers. Yeah, they were, maneuvers. like, choreographed. So, so that was kind of cool. And there were multiple boats going around uh, at the same time doing the same uh, choreography um, you know, at like a, a 180 degrees from each other. So, you know, it's not like you had to watch a speedboat. If you were in Canada, you had to watch a speedboat over by China. There were multiple boats going on, kind of like the old um, Millennium Celebration. Uh, you remember those parades, how they had actually three parades going yeah. on at once. Mm-hmm. Um, and the highlight of the uh, surprise in the skies was not in the skies, but it was on the shores of each pavilion where inflatable characters popped up uh probably what 15 20 feet tall yeah i mean it's hard to tell because they're far away but they were really big they were really big and uh they just kind of like unfolded and blew up (laughs) and they were wearing uh costumes to represent the pavilion or land in which they were in right do you remember what some of them were there was winnie the pooh there was um in england there was um minnie mouse dressed in um like traditional japanese outfit Mm -hmm. in japan um, Mickey was uh, dressed like Uncle Sam, like Uncle Sam over in the U.S. And then you had Chippendale in Canada. Um, Robin Hood was in uh, the U.K. and Pluto. I can't remember where Pluto was. Why was Robin Hood in the U.K.? Wasn't Robin Hood and Winnie the Pooh no, were in both the of U.K.? Them? Yeah. Huh. yeah, I don't know. I think had... Pluto was in France. Maybe I don't know why <laughs> the French connection to Pluto is. I... But it was all set to music, and, uh, you know, I think we're going to see a lot of the same elements probably um, coming in the new show, uh, plus maybe some different types of kites, maybe something with drones, uh, adding a little bit of technology to Rocket it. Rocket suits. Squirrel suits. Maybe, maybe those crazy um, water jet backpacks oh, yeah. that people wear, maybe <laughs> we'll have some of those in the show. Maybe. I think we'll for sure see um, some sort of boats. Maybe some floats. Well, since it's on the lagoon, yes, I would assume it's some type of boat. It's a tractor. They're going to have tractors on the water. (laughs) You're not funny. (laughs) I'm very funny. Mm. So, anyway, that's something to look forward to. Um, I'm I'm excited to see it when it finally comes along. And also going on in Epcot. Uh, There's some work going on near the... Uh, Coral Reef Restaurant around the back. We had talked about uh, walls being up there. Um, possibly they're going to be taking down some buildings back there. Right now they've taken out some um, some trees. 
So we're not really sure what they're getting ready for over there, but it's something to watch. Yeah, it's it's most of Innoventions West, uh, which is covered, and the biggest thing they've had in there in the past couple of years was the character meet and greet with Baymax and the characters from Inside Out. Right. Um, other than that, uh, you know, you can't see much from the monorail, but I guess they're preparing, they're going to be clearing the area and bringing some heavy equipment in. All right. Yeah. Over at the Magic Kingdom? Sure. Um, the Cinderella Cap- Castle Pathway um, it, the widening project is almost finished. They, the trees have been planted. Uh, the concrete has been poured. So there's not much longer until that's open. It's just going to be nice to get back our little shortcut. So we've always enjoyed going that way, but it was always a bit of a tight squeeze. So that was, be- and the pathway looks very cool. They, they, the trees look really nice. Um, the brickwork extends all the way down into the water. And I, I always love when they do construction in those areas because the moat is empty. It's mm-hmm. kind of like when we were in the Haunted Mansion last time and the uh, Rivers of America were drained partially. Right. And, you know, you see what's down there. And it's funny to look down into the moat in front of Cinderella's castle and you see all these little bobcats, you know, uh, oh, with right. their little front loaders. Right. And, you know, uh, so I, I, I always get the a kick out of those pictures. The equipment, not the animal. Right. Gotcha. Right. Uh, let's see. Um, more fireworks and shows coming. Let's see. Uh, the Magic Kingdom is going to be receiving a new fireworks spectacular for the 50th anniversary. We know nothing about it. We just know that it's coming. Correct. And they're also getting projection mapping uh, on the buildings of Main Street USA. Yeah, which I really enjoy. We had seen it in Disneyland where they do the Mickey's Mix Magic. Um, so it's very impressive. We've seen it on the castle in Disney World. We've seen it. I've seen it um, on the Tree of Life. Uh, they're doing that a lot. They've gotten quite good at it. Right. And so not, I, neither of us have seen it on um, Tower of Terror. No. They do the projection there. And they've done a, a little bit of projection, I know, related to some Star Wars stuff where they turned uh, Spaceship Earth into a Death Star. So they've right. they've done some projections on the on the Epcot ball as well. It's neat to see. So um, I think that'll be very nice when it's when it's done on, um, on Main Street. It's impressive. From what we've seen at Disneyland. Right. And, of course, you know, more 50th anniversary news. The Move It, Shake It, Mouska Dance It street party uh, will get an update. Uh, luckily, they update these street parties every couple of years, so you don't get bored of them. So are they going to do, like, a new kind of dance? Are you going to, like, shake a different they, part? No, it's going to... I believe the new name is going to be the Move It, Shake It, Mouska Twerk It street oh, party. Oh, that'll be super appropriate. So if uh, if that happens, well... Um, it could. <laughs> Bob Iger, remember, I, I created that. I'm copywriting that right. as we speak. Nice. Um, also exciting, but we don't know if it will come to fruition, um, the Carousel of Progress is, um, it has been announced that it is scheduled for updates, but they are not going to be completed until the summer of 2023, and they won't even be started until after the 50th anniversary. So we've got some time before that happens. Which scares me a little because there's plenty of time to cancel that. Right. And I'm torn as to whether I want that to actually happen or not. Um, as so, we, I mean, what do you think it's... Do you think they're just, like, replacing the end scene like they've done every other time they've done a major refurb there? I, I don't know. When, when you when you look back at it, um, you know, this uh, Carousel of Progress actually debuted where? The World's Fair. What year? 1964. Oh, excellent. You're I like know. a history genius. I really am. And, um, you know, they, they dismantled it and shipped it to uh, Florida. And the, the cool thing back then was the 60s. So you had four scenes spaced by 20-year gaps. You had the turn of the century, 
1920s, 1940s, and the decade of the 60s, a little bit past where the the, the World's Fair was. Um, and now, today, you've got turn of the century, 1900s, 1920s, 1940s, and then bang, it's like early 2000s. Um, you know, I, I don't know... I don't know if I want them to just replace that end scene or I don't know if I want them to change the gap. So still start out with that 1900, give it a 40 year gap, go to 1940, Mm -hmm. go to 1980. And then you can hit the 2020s, you know, whether it's 2023 or 2025, nothing too forward looking. Yeah. I like just like 2020, you know, not even really looking forward. I think if the story was just more about the progress that we're, that we've made, you know, as you're going through these years, it doesn't have to be about, you know, what's next, but just like, look at the progress that we've made. And you can say, you can ask in your mind, or, you know, they would ask out loud, you know, okay, then what is next? If we've made these kinds of leaps in this many years, you know, what could be coming next? But maybe don't try to picture that. Right. You know, because that's the thing is the, the outlook that they do is valid for three or four years. Right. Technology moves so fast that, you know, the stuff they're putting out is just obsolete so quickly. That's like, you know, Disneyland, the Monsanto house of the future. Well, the future came before you knew it. Right. And then it's no longer the future, it's now the present and right. then eventually or the Or some past. of the things that they're predicting don't come to fruition. Right. You know, the in the last scene there, they've got the whole, we're talking to our oven. You know, things are kind of like that now. Right. But not quite. No, I mean, uh, we've got devices, you know, your fridge, your parents' fridge is internet connected. Right. You know, that's pretty cool. But we're not talking to it. It's not taking toaster, you know, uh, uh, temperature readings And from that us. last scene has nothing about the internet. Whereas no. the internet's such a huge part of our life. You right. know, to be like, you know, video chatting with grandma, you know, would be, well, make think, more sense. I think Patty's on her phone at some point. Isn't she in that scene? Maybe, but she's not video no, chatting with no, anyone. With her ski boots on, her bougie yeah. ski boots. <laughs> um, you know, the, the the other not issue I have with that is if you do too much work of it on it, um, the father, John, is voiced by Gene Shepard, who, uh, if you've seen The Carousel of Progress, you probably recognize his voice, even if it's the first time you've seen it, because Gene Shepard is also the author and narrator of A Christmas Story. And he has such a unique, distinct voice. You know, I, I could sit and, and listen to him read the phone book and, and I would be happy. And it would just, it would lull me to sleep. And it gives me such a peaceful... Yeah, no, uh, his voice is uh, very nice and iconic of that ride. Uh, it would be a shame to lose it. But, however, in the sake of, for the sake of progress... Right. I think they should do what they need to do to, you know, better the attraction and, um, you know, keep it moving forward. Right. So I I don't know if they can splice things together, get his voice from, you know, some other things, maybe work the um, dialogue around kind of what they have. I mean, they're going to pull, if they were to pull out the 20s scene completely, you know, what portion of the, you know, the words or the phrases in there could they possibly reuse? Right. So, or, or make, you know, maybe if he does the zeros and the forties and you cobble something together for the eighties, um, Maybe the twenties is his wife, right? That does the narration part. Right, that's a, you know, yeah. switch it up a little bit. That's right. progress. You know, progress is not. Oh, John is the man. John right. has to lead everything. Yeah, that's a great point. They would be smart to do that. You know, now it's the mother, or or you know, they they equally share that scene because you know, man and woman are equal, and it's not more of a patriarchal society as it was back in the sixties when this right. debuted. Um, 
wow, look at us getting deep and philosophical. <laughs> so, you know, uh, I, I doubt we'll get any news of this out of D23, but... Um, yeah, it seems like maybe it's beyond that, but who knows? I mean, all these announcements were made about things that they're going to do for the 50th anniversary ahead of the D23 Right. So what are they going to possibly announce at D23? And, that and, might be it. And, you know, they're still looking, you know, they're going past the 50th anniversary, even with the Animal Kingdom attraction 2024. So, yeah. uh, but like we've said before, things get canceled. You know, we, we spoke yesterday, I think it was yesterday, about the uh, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad getting the explosive finale, mm-hmm. you know, that they put into California and Paris. And uh, that has been on the board and off the board. Right. Multiple times over the years. Yeah, there's my sad theater that was supposed to go in and show these Broadway productions that got cut. So, right. you, you don't know. Yeah. So, uh, you know, hopefully they, they do it because uh, I think it would really bring some life back to that attraction. It's time. And they've been throwing so much money into new attractions. I would like to see them, you know, do a good job at a real refurb for this ride. Right. Agreed. And our final story of the night is kind of movie news, but also a little bit of toy news. Mm, yep. Go ahead. Okay. Um, some Lego Star Wars sets have uh, made their way online or set descriptions, and there are some images of uh, possible scenarios from Star Wars Rise of the Skywalker, as well as from The Mandalorian, uh, which is going to be on Disney+. Plus. All right. So. I mean, I these Lego sets, they're very expensive, especially, you know... I don't know if they're all big, but um, just based on the size of them. I was um, listening to something. um, They were saying that these sets has to do, the price of them has to do with how many pieces they have. Mm -hmm. So it's usually like 10 cents per piece. Okay. So that's usually, and these sets are usually very large. So, you know, they're in the $300 um, range. Well, some of them. I mean, most of these Star Wars sets are usually in the $30 to $50 range. Until you get to the, you know, $700 Millennium Falcon. Yeah, no, they came out, they also came out with, um, this was maybe a week or two ago, they came out with the train station, the Disneyland train station Right, which, one. which is adorable. It is adorable. I think that one's like $340. Um, but, you know, I the thing I didn't realize about these, I guess I should have, was how cute the little actual figures are. The little people that are, you know, actual characters. You know, if you get right. Cinderella's castle, it's like the little Cinderella and like the little um, Gus the Mouse. And, right. Like, I don't, I just want the little people you can buy those that's all i need you can buy the little I mini things a, i just need a collection of the little tiny people there you go so you know a lot of um i know it happens a lot with the marvel movies when these sets are released there's spoilers in there and a couple movies uh specifically in civil war uh when there was the the scene where ant-man turns into giant man mm-hmm. um that was on they had a gigantic figure of him as a part of the civil war playset. okay so before the movie debuted that was supposed to be like one of the big surprises well, Lego spoiled it ah. by having it on their box description. That's funny. So that happens to them a lot. That we'll see if there's any surprises then. Right. For so Star Wars. What's not a surprise is this is the end of the show. So until uh, before our next show, if you get a chance and you're not already a subscriber uh, to our Facebook page, just look for Disney Drive Time Podcast and find us there. Uh, as Cheryl mentioned, we are going to be getting our own feed. Uh, so if you are getting this uh, podcast through whatever podcast uh, compiler or, or unifier that you're getting, uh, we will be getting a our own feed on SoundCloud. So we will, uh, you know, next time we post a show, it should be on that new feed and uh, we'll be moving forward. Yeah, we'll probably post in both, in all places for a little while until 
Um, we feel that everyone who wants to be able to find us can. Right. But, uh, well, until next time, I'm Cheryl. And I'm Tony, and you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.